This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Retreating on a topic, dominion. 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 As believers, as people of God, we are, so we are supposed to dominate in every sphere of our life taking dominion of our finances and all that. And also, about a week ago, pastor took us on dominion over the world of relevance. Over the world of relevance. Over the world of relevance. Our anchor scriptures, Romans chapter 5 verse 17. It say, if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. He say, much more, they which receive the abundance of grace... And the gift of righteousness shall reign in this life and a life to come by one man, Jesus Christ. Shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. So every one of us as believers that have accepted that grace for every one of us that have come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we ought to reign in life by one. We ought to reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. According to that grace that has been bestowed upon us. According to that grace that we have accepted. According to that grace that has come unto us. Hallelujah. Much more, much more, much more, much more. If the people of the world are reigning, much more than that. That is what the grace has come to give to us. Much more. Hallelujah. Somebody say, much more. Say it as if you mean it. Say, much more. And in the first service... Uh, we discussed about the keys to relevance. Keys to relevance, and we took just one key, just one, and that is the fact that we ought to be solution providers. We ought to be solution providers. We ought to be solving problems. We ought not to be a problem. You want to be relevant in life, then you look. You need to look around you, look for one problem and solve, and then you become relevant. To that particular person. If you can solve my issues. If you can address my issue. Then you become very important to me. Then you are relevant. You are a person of influence to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to summarize just that particular. Just the one point, And then we'll take one more point for today. Hallelujah. Quickly let's read the book of Second Kings once again. Second Kings chapter 5. Second Kings chapter number 5. Just take a few scriptures down to verse 14. Second Kings chapter number 5. And from verse 1. It says, Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in value, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel. A little maid, a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God my Lord wear with the prophet that is in Samaria? For he would recover him of his leprosy. Verse 4 says, And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus saith the maid 
that is of the land of Israel. Let's quickly go to verse 9. Verse 9 says, So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Verse 14, quickly. Verse 14 says, Then went... Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus. Reigning over the word of relevance, or having dominion over the word of relevance, as every one of us that have come to the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, that have the, the DNA of God in our, in, our, in, our, in our spirit, we ought to reign and rule in life. We ought to reign and rule in life. As several times we belittle the grace of God over our life, we look at that grace as if, I don't think it can rot much. It can do this, but I don't think to this extent. We look at it and we look at ourselves. I'm so little in this my own sphere of life. When they are talking of people that need to reign, maybe those people that are born with silver spoon or those that add golden spoon. And lo, I don't even have a wooden spoon. No matter what you have, I want to declare and I want to tell us this morning that you are very unique in your own sphere of life. And according to the grace of God and the DNA of God that you carry, According to that grace that you have received, according to Romans 5 verse 17, he said what? You are destined to reign in life. You are destined to reign in life. You are destined to rule in life. You cannot continue to belittle that grace. That grace is so expensive. That grace is so powerful. That grace is of quality to take you to the place of reigning in life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the place in which we read, the Bible recorded it. Naaman, he was like, I don't know, maybe the, the, the chief of the fence staff of a whole country. The Bible recorded it that what? By him, the Lord delivered Syria. Only by that man. He said he was a mighty man of valor. He was very, very important. He was very unique to that country. But, but he was a leper. He was a leper. That might and that ability couldn't cure that particular uh, leprosy. His might couldn't cure the leprosy. I know if it's a country like Nigeria, we would have taken him far and wide to go and seek for medical attention. We would have spent so much to be able to get it. But lo and behold, solution was not forthcoming. But the Bible recorded that while they went to fight and they brought captives, people into into captivity that that particular there was a particular lady the bible recorded that it was a little maid hallelujah a little maid was taken into captivity and he said it was a maid to even the wife of Neymar. she's so little 
but she understands her place. She's so little, but she knows that she can do more than clean the dishes. And I'm going to go ahead and reign and rule in life. Someone that believes that, shout a big amen. Somebody that believes that, shout a big amen. So for you to reign in life, you must be relevant and valuable. Value, the value in which you confer on a particular good. We talk of the influence and the relevance in which that particular entity has in the sphere of his life. Value, very, very key. Value, very, very important. But as several times we look at ourselves, you know one thing, I'm, 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 I'm a problem. You're just going everywhere. You see some people, you are going everywhere. Problem, problem. You're a problem. You don't have to be a problem to people. You are very important. Hallelujah. And we look at the first key to relevance. And that is the fact that you have to be a solution provider. You have to be a solution provider. You have to be a problem solver. You don't have to go around with problems. You might look little, but there's something embedded in you that can solve the problem of others. You are not a problem. You are not a liability. You are an asset. And we need to look at ourselves in that, in, in that sphere. I've seen people, when you are going this way and you see that brother, you need to take a U-turn because what you know is coming with his problem. That shouldn't be the case. When people see you, uh, let me sit with this, with this person. He's an asset to this generation. He's valuable. He's relevant. He's someone of influence and value. So you are not a problem. You are an asset. Quickly, if you read the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and from verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and from verse 3. He said, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. Verse 4, very important. He says, who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. By the comfort we ourselves are comforted of God. The Lord bless you for a reason. The Lord bless you so that you can go out there and be a blessing to others. The Lord has healed you so that you can go out there and tell someone about that same, that, that, that same God. So we go out there to comfort others with the same comfort in which we are ourselves are comforted. We ought to be a blessing to our generation. Anywhere they see you, people shouldn't be running away. They know, yes, this person is very, very valuable. And it's an asset to this community. And we saw that in the life of Joseph. We saw that in the life of Joseph. If we look at the book of Genesis, chapter 40, we saw the life of Joseph. He, was, he had so many challenges. He had so many problems. But that didn't weigh him down. He was looking for problems to go and solve for other people. And I said in, in the first service, several times we struggle through our issues, we struggle through our problems, we struggle through one predicament or the other, trying to find solution. But let me tell you something, the solution you are looking for, you might not be able to get it until you solve the problem of the next person 
So your, your solution is embedded in the problem of the next person. And we saw that in the life of Joseph. He had so many problems. He was someone that was born with silver spoon. With coat of many colors. The father loved him so much. But suddenly, he found himself in the Potiphar's house. He was still looking for problem. Potiphar looked at it and said, after some time, he said, I can see that I've gained value in this house. And he committed everything in that house. He committed into his hands. He was not looking for his own problem. If it's some people, they would have looked for ways to run away and then get them their way back. But he was there looking for problem to just solve. He was in the prison. When he's supposed to be preparing for jailbreak, what was he doing? He was looking for problem to solve. The cup bearer of Pharaoh came to him and he said, you know one thing, I had a dream. I had a dream. I had a dream. He would have told him, you know, you can, you can get to hell. I don't care. Because what? The, my own problem is more than a dream. You just have a dream. That's a small problem. He said, I have a dream. I can see this vine looking very beautiful with three branches. And I can see the, ga- the grape comes up. They looks very beautiful. They look ripe. And I can see myself going back to do that work in which I used to do before now. And I was squeezing it in the king's cup. And I say, you know one thing? After three days, the three branches re- means three days. And then after that, you're going to be reinstated. And then you take your place back. But when you get to that kingdom, please, don't forget me. But was it remembered? He wasn't remembered. He was forgotten. He was just looking for problem to solve. Even in the, in the prison yard, they were, ah, no, this one is very committed. They committed all the old affair of the prison yard to a prisoner. I never heard of that anywhere else, except in the case of Joseph. And before we know what was, what was happening, there was also problem in the palace. There can be problem in the palace. There can be problem in the palace. Some of us, the way we look at ourselves is as if we are the only one that has problem. But let me surprise you this morning. Every man, every woman, born of woman, under the face of earth, irrespective of your anointing or your level, they have problems. Obama has problems. Everybody, go and ask him. He will tell you he has issues he's struggling with. And as believers, as people that have received this abundance of grace, we need to go ahead as what a solution provider to those problems. And suddenly, when the man got to the palace and the king also had a dream, what happened? He was remembered. Because the astrologers couldn't solve the problem. The wise men couldn't provide solution to the king's problem. Everyone was running around to look for the solution. They couldn't get it. And suddenly, they remembered this man. I think there's one man somewhere. Also for us, as you are solving problem, to get to a particular time, there will be issues. And they will say, oh, this, this particular issue, we don't know how to solve them. Somebody will say, oh, there is that man. That is relevance and influence. Oh, there is that man. Who can we give this contract to that we know that it's going to execute it very well? Oh, I remember there is that man. And before you know it, Joseph became a governor. In a strange land. In what? In solving other people's problems. He got his own solution. 
in solving both the cup bearer's problem and what and, and, and the problem of Pharaoh then. So your, your solution might be embedded in the problem of people, the people sitting next to you. And you can't get influence if you are walking alone in your own world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Technica, can you hear us, please? Can you mute the channel? Hallelujah. So he was relevant in his own sphere. He was very relevant. He was a solution provider. He was an asset. He was very important. He was reigning and ruling. Like that child, like that little maid. Some of us, you know, I'm so little. You know, I have these challenges. I have social problems. And because of that, I come overhead. You know one thing, even with that problem, you need to go ahead and what and go and look for problem to solve. Because in solving other people's problem, your solution will, your, will surely show forth. Even sometimes God is waiting for you to solve this person's problem so that you can get your own solution. You are there praying and fasting and waiting on, on God just for him to solve your problem. But he's giving you a leading. Solve this person's problem. Solve this person's problem. Please, my house rent is due and they are sending me out. The Lord has blessed you so much and they are coming to meet you. Oh, you know one thing? Until I get that contract, I can't solve this problem. Go and pray so that I will get the contract and I will pay the house rent. But the Lord is just waiting. Pay the house rent and then you get the contract. By meeting people's need, we become relevant. We become important. We have influence. We have influence. We have influence. We are relevant. We are dominating, reigning and ruling in this sphere. For as many of us that have received the abundance of grace, we are, we are blessed with a lot of possibilities. We are blessed with a lot of solutions. For as men that receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, the second key to relevance. Wisdom. 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 I've never seen anywhere when they are looking for people to come and take up opportunity, people to come and take up positions, and the only person they are looking for is a fool. I never heard of it. Wisdom. If you must reign, if we must rule, if we must dominate, we must be wise people. If you read the book of Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs chapter 4, and we're going to read from verse 7 to verse 9. Proverbs 4, verse 7 to verse 9. It says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. 
verse 8. Very important. Most times when we quote that scripture, we stop there. But there's more to it. It says, Exhort her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou thus embraced her. Is that in our scripture? He said, she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Verse 9 says, he said, she shall give to thy head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you must increase your relevance base, base, then you must increase your knowledge base. If you must increase your relevance, your relevance base, you must increase your knowledge base. Your knowledge base. Your knowledge base, very, very important. Your knowledge base, very, very key. If you read the book of Daniel chapter 1 and verse 4, looking at life of Daniel now, it says, children, that's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and then Daniel says, children in whom no blemish, but well-favored, and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science. This is the first time I saw science in the scripture. Hallelujah. And such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Knowledge. We thought it's just in the 21st century that we start talking about science and technologies. But the Bible recorded almost a thousand years, more than a thousand years ago, that this one, they had knowledge in science. They were relevant when issues are staring the face of people and they are looking for solution provider. Daniel, men of understanding, men of knowledge, men that have built their knowledge base. They are not anyhow people. They are people that have wisdom. The Bible says they have wisdom. They have wisdom. And skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge, and they have strict understanding of science. Many of us want to reign in life, we want to rule in life, then we need to increase our knowledge base. We need to increase our knowledge base. We need to increase our knowledge base. If you don't increase your knowledge base, you cannot increase your relevance base. It's not possible. If you don't increase your knowledge base, you cannot increase your relevance base. Hallelujah. Still talking about Daniel. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. God gave them wisdom and knowledge. They were people to reckon with. They were people to reckon with. We want to reign in life. We want to rule in life. That same grace that we have gotten, that same grace that we have received, 
to be able to propel us to the place of acquiring knowledge. I once, you know, met someone and the person came to church and it's someone I've been, you know, encouraging, you know, you need to try and get your papers right, get to school, get some other things and after like a year, things are not working and he just came and said, I think God is calling me to the place of ministry. God is calling to the place of ministry. Go to school first. Hallelujah. Go and acquire knowledge. The pulpit is not for fools. Go and get knowledge. At all. It's not for us to be relevant in our sphere of life. We need to have wisdom. We need to have knowledge. We need to have understanding. We need to grow our knowledge base. We need to grow also our word base. As believers, we need to grow our word base. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I will not sin against thee. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman, a workman, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. It says, the, the flesh profited nothing. He said, what the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is so powerful. The word of God gives, brings in possibilities. The word of God can bring to life dead things. The word is so powerful. So for us to reign and to rule in our life, we need to increase our, our, our knowledge base. We need to grow our word base. We need to grow our word base. We need to grow our word base. We need to increase in wisdom. We need to increase in knowledge. We don't have to sit back there because the what God has deposited in us is for us to be solutions. Solutions. Solutions to people's problems. Solutions to the community in which we find ourselves. How many of us will walk up to the pastor and say, Pastor, thank you. Today, I want to be solution to one problem. What are the issues we have, we have in church? I may not be able to pay the rent of this place, but I strongly believe, I strongly believe, I strongly believe that I can add something to you. I can add something to you. What is that thing? What is that predicament? Walk up to pastor. I want to be a blessing to this, to this assembly. I'm tired of roaming the bench. I want to be a solution here. I want to be a solution here. I want to add value. For you to be relevant, you have to be able to add value. For you to be able to have influence, you might be able to add value. And the level of value you can add is dependent on the level of knowledge in which you have. I want to add value. I'm not a problem. I'm not a liability. I'm an asset. Anywhere I go, I can walk tall. I might look horrible like that small key. I, can, I might look as if there is... I, do, I, I might not look very good like the other around my community. But I'm uniquely made for me to solve problems. I'm uniquely made because I carry the DNA of God in me. I'm uniquely made. It's a much more, much more, much more much more they which receive the abundance of grace 
and the gift of righteousness shall reign and rule in this life by one Jesus Christ. Much more, much more, much more. If they are doing it this way, much more. If they've been achieving success at this level, much more. If they've been going out and they've been getting blessed, for, uh, for me, much more. If I've been suffering defeat in the past, much more in the place of success. Much more. Much more. Much more. If death has reigned in life. Someone asked me, I said, why, why did Jesus have to die? Why must he die? Why can't God just walk out something? Just walk out something and, you know, man's sin is taken away. I say, no, it's not possible. Because the Bible says what? The wages of sin is death. So he has to die. The wages of sin, the penalty of sin is what is death. So also, when I come to the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, much more for me to reign, much more for me to rule, much more for me to dominate, much more for me to have influence, much more for me to have relevance, much more for me to be of highest priority, much more for me to be very important in my own sphere of life. We've seen people, they will say, oh, the, the family want to hold meeting. But lo, this person is not around because the person is very, very relevant. They say, we have to wait. We have to wait. Three other people might not be around. If he comes in, we'll go ahead with the meeting because it's very, very important. That is the grace. That is the grace. That is the grace that God has conferred upon us. And it is high time we stop belittling that particular grace. We belittle the grace by saying we are so useless. I want to tell you something. You are not useless. You are useful. You are not used. Tap yourself. Say, I'm not useless. I'm useful. I will reign and rule in my generation. In the name of Jesus. If you have prayed that prayer, come on, just stand up on your, on your feet and just give God a praise and begin to declare those words into your life and destiny. Say much more. Much more. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.